Well, welcome ladies. So happy to have you here this afternoon to have this little chat. And um, I'm excited. I've known each of you in different capacities for a while. So we get to share a little bit of your story. Um, But let's get started because not everybody knows you. So why don't you start with a brief introduction and tell us your name, how you know each other, and a little bit about how long you've been walking with the Lord. Okay, my name's Christina Castaneda. And I am the mother of Angela and the grandmother of Sianna. And I've known the Lord for almost 40 years now. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And Miss Angela? And I am Angela Hernandez. And um, I'm <laughs> the daughter and the mother. <laughs> and um, I have been walking with the Lord um, since December of 2008 um, is when I completely surrendered my life to the Lord. So just a little over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Great. Yeah. My name is Sianna Loretto, and I am the daughter of Angela Hernandez and Jesse Hernandez. And um, I've been walking with the Lord pretty much all my life, but I feel like I fully surrendered my heart entirely to Him last year, July 9th. Wow, that's wonderful. That's amazing. So today I've invited you here to tell your story of sojourn, which is, you know, our, our temporary life on this earth and in this world until Mm -hmm. the Lord calls us home. Scripture tells us as believers that this world is not our home and that we are citizens of heaven. And uh, this past few weeks, I've been reading a lot in the Gospel of John and um, just landed in that great assuring statement of Jesus that um, he's going to go ahead of us. And he tells us, don't worry, don't be troubled. There's lots of room for you all in my father's home. If this wasn't true, I wouldn't have said so. And I'm going to go ahead of you and prepare a place for you. So he gives us that assurance that someday we are going to be home with him. But we're also citizens of heaven. So that gives us access um, to all the rights and all the privileges and all the protections and all the authority of our sovereign, and that's King Jesus. So these are good things. As sojourners, we have assurance and we have access. So I want you ladies to, to take turns and share with us a little bit. What do those two truths um, mean to you? What do they bring into your life? Do you get comfort? Do you get courage? Do you get strength? Um, what is what is the truth of that assurance and access um, look like in your life this side of heaven? Sianna, you want you start. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, hearing that scripture, I kind of cross-referenced that to Psalm 23 mm-hmm. and how like the Lord says that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil for he is with us. Mm-hmm. And how, like, he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies and that, like, he's always going to be there with us no matter what. And um, even in the end, how he says, like, surely goodness and love will follow us all the days of our life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, That it's so comforting to me to, like, know that he's there Mm. with us and that even in that scripture, he says, like, he anoints our head with oil and our cup will overflow, like, our cup will overflow to the people around us. And that just brings me so much comfort that he's there with us through even the lowest of the trials and the temptations that we endure. And um, even in the 
beginning of that scripture, he says, like, he will lead us down the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And how it's, you know, we have the paths of righteousness, but we also have the valleys of the shadow of death, you know, like we have both of those. But regardless, he is with us. And that brings me so much comfort. And how he says, like, surely goodness and love will follow us all the days of our lives. Like, Mm -hmm. that just brings me so much comfort to know that, like, through and through, like, the Lord is always there with us. Great. Angela? For me, um, I the word comfort um, really stands out to me. And just, you know, with the world that we live in being so, you know, wicked and against Jesus and against the Bible and what it stands for, I feel um, comforted by that, knowing that there is a place for me and my brothers and sisters in Christ in heaven. And knowing that even um, as wicked as this world is, and sometimes I, I just think, I, I imagine like, wow, if we could even just see the spiritual hosts that are around us, like how fearful we would, you know, shatter in our bones, you know, to realize that we have so much coming against us, but having that comfort that he's with us and greater is he that is in me than he that is in that this world. Amen. Amen. Christina? Yeah, um, early in my Christian walk, I um, I just automatically started looking up, mm. you know, just uh, my brother had um, committed suicide. And that was, it was a horrifying thing for me to go through. And it was like the Lord just gave me scriptures and that and the the reality that it's not all about here. You know, we're just passing through here. We're temporary here, temporarily here, but there's something else. And that has been my comfort, you know, since early on. And it, to me, it helps me to deal with, um, you know, all the suffering in the world. Yeah. You know? So for all three of you that you all had that thread running through that looking up perspective brings a comfort, brings a strength brings a refresh when when it's it's difficult in this world and um, I think that's a good word and a good reminder for all of us that um, you know we live here but we look up let's talk a little bit about ways in our daily life practical things maybe steps or things we implement that can guard us against that influx of the world or can help us tread between these two worlds of heavenly minded but residing this side of heaven. So I really just want you to share just some practical things that you do um, to to face that. Uh, Angela, let's you know, what are some of the things that you've implemented in your life? So um, first, I'm, uh, you know, guarding your heart um, and guarding your heart, uh, your mind. Um, and that's with making sure watching what I'm looking at and hearing mm-hmm. um, is big. You know, um, this whole, um, what, the last 10 years, how we've had such a huge uh, change and with social media and mm-hmm. you know everything is just up in your face yes. you know and um, having that balance and knowing when all right I'm off you know and then I think too one of the major um, things for me is being in my word um, yes. and reading the word and letting it soak in my heart and my mind so that when I'm exposed if I'm exposed to these things that sometimes I I, I, I could see how people are persuaded other other ways yes. um, that I could stand on the truth because I know the truth because yes. I'm in the word and I, I, I I've read it my for my own self to know mm-hmm. um, and just guarding um, 
just my mind and my heart in those ways, I think is big for me. Yes. Um, going off what they said about guarding your heart and guarding your mind, um, really just like social media is such a, it plays such a huge role and like making sure that like I'm keeping boundaries in my heart Mm -hmm. to what I'm allowing affect me. And when I need to like take breaks or whatever it is and like really just like reassuring myself and like the truths of the Lord Mm -hmm. and like what he, who he tells me I am and not what the world tells me that I should be. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Okay. While we're waiting, it's not really an idle wait, is it? It's not us just kind of sitting around waiting for him to call us home. He's he's given us instruction and purpose and plans. And this is where I see your story so live, alive and so beautiful because I see it in each of you individually, but I see it in you, this three generations and this amazing family living for the Lord, serving the Lord, witnessing for the Lord. So I want to talk about those, each kind of one of those. We'll start with um, your Jerusalem, which is your family. And I just want to have you share with us, what are some of the ways that the Lord has called you to witness and minister to your family? Christina, you started this whole legacy in this family, so I'm going to start with you. Well, I went, ever since they were babies, we went to church every Sunday, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it was, that was their foundation is just going to church and just them knowing that, you know, I wasn't the perfect mom, but I held on to Jesus with everything I had Mm -hmm. for everything because I had such a bumpy road at first and a lot of trials and tribulations, but I just always kept my focus on the Lord and I hung Mm -hmm. on to him with everything I had. And what about when your children got older and you were trying to be salt and light in their lives was there resistance was it oh, challenging yeah. Angela's a- laughing <laughs> shaking her head yes <laughs> prayer yeah. on my knees crying mm-hmm. out to the Lord I mean it's been it's been a really rough road raising children is not easy yeah, yeah. yeah. he's your portion and your strength Amen. every day right? Yeah. Right. yeah so Angela you have a you have a family that you've come from. You have a family that you're married and have your own family. So what does ministry in your family look like? You know, from the beginning, um, I've, you know, like my mom had said, we had, we were raised going to church. And so um, that was the, in my eyes, I feel that the religious thing to do, I'm looking back, you know, we just went, um, you know, and I didn't really have a relationship with the Lord until, like I shared earlier, until uh, 2008. Um, when I started to have my own relationship um, with the Lord and realized who Jesus really was, you know, and who God was. And, um, you know, um, with that, you know, just um, reading my word and seeing my role and um, what my role is as a a wife, Mm -hmm. uh, first a servant of God, um, and then a wife, and then a mother, and just seeing what the Bible has to, to say about that, and then doing it. Um, and it's it's amazing because when I during that time you know and still as I do this you know just to hear people say oh you're you know such this you're such that I'm like really <laughs> I'm like I don't see myself that way I just see myself really following what um, I feel God is telling me to do 
Um, and I've just seen, you know, my, my daughter, she'll always um, share, you know, you're that Proverbs 31 woman. I'm like, oh. no. <laughs> um, but just, and that's just God, you know, totally just, um, you know, him speaking to me through his word um, and me following what his word says and just the Lord transforming me. Like I am not who I was 10 years ago. And I praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so just... Um, putting into practice what God's word says, you know, and just seeing the transformation that is, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the ways you're involved here at Calvary Vista that the Lord has opened doors for you to minister to the body of Christ? So for me personally, I like to, um, well, the Lord has given me the opportunity to be able to um, serve in youth ministry with the high schoolers. And um, he just put on my heart the girls that, you know, kind of don't have a place of belonging Mm -hmm. or like, you know, they're just seeking to find the Lord, but need that, you know, person to look up to. I just want to be able to be that person for them. And, um, it's been so amazing to be able to serve alongside um, the counselors and youth group and be able to um, just pour into their lives and, you know, help them rise up to, you know, start worshiping more mm-hmm. often, you know, like being up on stage and stuff like that. So it's been such a blessing to encourage them in that. And um, mm-hmm. it's just been, it's been, it's crazy that like, you know, I want to be able to like help bless them, but like they bless me more than anything. Oh, like I feel like they just like, they pour into me and they strengthen my walk with the Lord and make me see like his goodness. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about helping out in ministry. Okay, Christina, how about you? What are- um, you know, cause I work with uh, solution for change so much. Share with us how you got involved with uh, serving. What is solutions for change and how you and your family became involved in serving there? Well, solutions for change is an awesome organization where it's a homeless shelter for um, children, women, um, not just families, families, either it's a single mother or a single father, or it could be both of them. They have to have children. And what they do is they go through the program and they go, you know, a lot of them have been on the streets or have been in jail or prison and now they're trying to get their lives back together again and they make commitments that they make them keep and um, just structure their life back into mainstream society with uh, counseling and um, child rearing classes and um, writing resumes uh, job placement and it gets them off of the the welfare rolls. So how did you get involved in serving there well i have a heart for um the homeless because i was homeless Mm -hmm. you know i was in uh five shelters for battered women i went through a really bad terrifying uh abusive relationship um with with my husband and against me and my children and i had to get out and there was nobody to help so i was literally homeless but i was in um, several shelters and so going through that you get a heart you know for people that are are are, and and it was it was just like a miracle they were just right across the street you know and then there um i i just got involved with serving dinners Mm -hmm. um so we serve dinners uh once a month and i mean it's been over 10 years that we've been doing that and then there was a a time when we were um, watching the kids on saturdays Mm -hmm. and we just really really got to know a lot of people and i just for me, it was just showing them how much we loved them. They, they. I always made it clear to them that they were special to me, and I wanted to bring them to church, you know, to tell them about Jesus. And it's not always easy because there's so many different walks of life right. 
going through this program and some I can relate to like the, the you know the ones that have been through abusive relationships and so forth but there's a lot of other different scenarios but just to point them to come to Calvary Chapel Vista you know just we love seeing your face over yes. there just come you know come and um we've there's just so many stories of so many people that you know we've seen that the Lord has just oh gosh it's beyond it's beyond I think that's something that I've I've, I'm always blessed with whenever I've talked to you actually all your family's been involved in different ways um, in this ministry is when I've talked with you you are seriously telling me about your friends but then we are are also encouraged to go to the distant lands the ends of the earth which um i'm going to have angela start sharing a little bit with you with some of the things you've done some pretty amazing probably things you're like i never would have seen myself doing this so where are the places the lord has called you um to go share his love uh, well, um, the I guess first off, I guess New Zealand, um, and then uh, we went to uh, Uganda twice uh, last year, um, and then we've been called to Flagstaff, Arizona for oh my that goodness, far distant land, <laughs> Flagstaff, Arizona. <laughs> Flagstaff three three times I yeah. think this this year we've been there three times yeah, and then just recently we went we went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where are you going in those places? You're going on to the reservation. Yes. Um, In Arizona, we went on to the reservation, and we went and we shared the Go in Peace uh, curriculum with the natives there Mm -hmm. and sharing Jesus. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been neat. It's it's been amazing. I would never think (laughs) that I'd be doing this. But Mm -hmm. then again, you know, when the Lord says go, um, being obedient and knowing that I don't want to miss that blessing. Right. Um, what's some of the fruit that you've seen, um, maybe in your own life, as you've said, yes, I'll go, I'll go to the far off lands, Lord. Yeah, for me, I feel um, just the the relationships that we. I have friends in Uganda now. <laughs> I have friends in New Zealand. I have friends on the Hopi Reservation. Um, you know, and with social media, it makes it so neat because we're still able to connect. You know, and knowing that, you know, I do plan on going back. You know, and visiting my friends. You know, um, but for. What I've experienced is just seeing that when God says to go, like he's going to equip you. And mm-hmm. I've seen him do that for me time and time again. I'm mm-hmm. going up to present a Bible story to a hundred people. 30 of them are pastors in Uganda. And it's like, no, Lord, I don't want to go. <laughs> and then him just give me that holy confidence that he could have only given me. And then at the end, everybody's like, you did great. I'm like, really? <laughs> but knowing that it's it's him and only him. And I only go in his name and I don't want to go past him or I, I just want to stay right along him you know he's leading me and guiding me and so just just to see my faith and 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 knowing that he is always with me um i think that's what i've the fruit that i've seen within in my own life mm-hmm. and um, that we are protected and he is going to protect us you know um, from the enemy and whatever tactics he he sends our way well like i said you three are amazing just this beautiful generational service and uh, legacy of just representing the Lord in so many amazing, wonderful ways. And and you're a biological family, but, you know, we might have a, a faith family. And I think that, you know, we need to remember that, um, you know, we're in it together. You all talked about that earlier, the joy and the strength of having each other. So I want to ask each of you one final question, and that is, 
what would you say to the women of your own generation living in this day and age, sojourning this side of heaven? Just a good, encouraging word for them um, before we close. Well, I was encouraged by Margie Hill years and years ago where she said the older ladies Mm -hmm. to go out there and disciple, Mm -hmm. not just disciple, but just love on the younger and be there for the younger. and So and important. It's so important. Yeah. You know, they need us. They really do. They we need, need us. them too. Yeah. I'm getting like a little Bible study from Siani yeah, here this morning yeah. through this lesson. So Yeah, it, it is. It's both ways. But mm-hmm. to, to do that, to, mm-hmm. to just the older women, to just reach out yeah. and I redeem mean, the time. Yes. I mean, there is just so much need out there, whether mm-hmm. it's children or, or mm-hmm. um, you know, young women, you know, they, they need that encourage and there's so much wisdom in the older older women that have been with the Lord for a long time and they need to really just go out and and mm-hmm. disperse it. Amen. Amen. Angela, what do you got to say to the, the gals in your generation? My generation. Oh my goodness. Let's see. I I would probably say uh stand on biblical truths um which you know, they go against completely what the world yes. tells us. Um, and if you do that, you will never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, standing on the truths and his word, this world is full of lies, um, you know, and just the whole vanity, vanity, you know, and uh, nothing really matters, you know, but you, your relationship with the Lord you know, even in a marriage and your children, one day your, your husband may leave you or your kids will leave you, but your relationship with the Lord is that foundation. And right. that's what matters most. Right. right. Okay. Sianna, you're, what, what do the young people give them a good word? Give them a strong <laughs> encouragement. Um, I'd say don't let anyone despise you of your youth. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Lord puts some, some, something on your heart, let that just flourish and serve Him in those aspects and mm-hmm. not ever let the people around you stop you. But just follow the Lord entirely and seek Him daily. Amen. So, Well, Calvary Vista, we love you women. Um, we're blessed by each of you. Your family's blessed. Our community's blessed. Um, I know I'm probably putting you on the spot here a little bit, but um, we'll be praying for you that the Lord will continue to work in and through each of your lives um, this side of heaven as you sojourn on and on and on. And um, there's no doubt someday he'll call us all home, you know, and we do want to all hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Um, But I think we all agree we live in a world that needs Jesus. There's an epidemic of hopelessness and um, I love how you said lies and deception out there and um, the Lord's really called us to to be his ambassadors and, and serve him, represent him and just give his love to others. So thank you all. God bless you. And maybe we'll set up that interview where y'all get to show your testimonies another time.